Hey y'all, I'm your host Shy, and welcome back to another episode on Good Vibes with Shy. It's Motivation Monday where we talk all about the ups and downs of life and jumpstarting our own healing process. If you like what you hear, be sure to tune in weekly, subscribe, and tell a friend. Hi guys, welcome back. Today we're going to be interviewing Kaylin on Good Vibes with Shy, and we're going to be talking about her journey through womanhood and what she has learned. So, hey Kaylin, how are you today? I am good. I am good. How are you doing today? I am good. I'm really appreciative of you being willing to help me out today. This is really important to me. So thank you so much. Of course. So what have you learned on your journey through womanhood? And what are some gems that you would like to drop on us? I want to say the biggest thing I learned is that as a woman, you can never really win. And, and once I finally understood that, and once I finally understood that in this society, it's constant, it's constant ways of trying to hold women back and there's constant ways of women being oppressed. Once I understood that, I freed myself from mm-hmm. a lot of the things that I learned as a child, you know, and it's things that were being taught when we're little girls, like, mm-hmm. well, you can't wear red because it makes you fast or you can't do this like not even that long ago my grandmother had so i had on like a shorts and a crop top Mm -hmm. and she told me well you can't wear stuff like that because then you're going to get sex trafficked and it's like i'm not going to restrain my life Mm -hmm. for the comfort of other people and once i finally realized that people are literally just saying things predominantly you know men or men who i mean women who have a little bit of like you know internalized misogyny once i realized they were just saying things as a means to hold women to a certain standard, I freed myself from it. And I told myself, you know what? It is what it is. I'm living to make myself happy. Mm. And that's like, it's one of the gems that I really want a lot of women to know, like live for yourself. Like we're taught from like when we're younger, you know, playing with baby dolls and the dream wedding and Mm -hmm. we're all fantasy. And there's nothing wrong with being a mother. It's nothing wrong with wanting to be a wife. But But that's not the main goal of life. Exactly, exactly. And I've noticed that's something that they tried to, but that's basically what they're preparing us for. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't talk about, you know, what do we want to be when we get old? Like, the focus is literally being a mother and being a wife, practically being a person for other people. Like, they don't prioritize (laughs) women, like women being ourselves as individuals. For sure, for sure. I I definitely can agree. I definitely can agree with you, especially on the body image, because I am a curvy girl. You know, I have small waist and and hips and thighs and booty. And it's a family. It's a family thing. We all got hips and thighs and booties from grandma all the way down to the, you know, the youngest ones. But I think that because of my body type, I had self-esteem issues that I didn't even realize until I got older. Like, because I was always told, you know, your body's not the same. You don't look the same. Your friend's wearing shorts, and you wearing shorts looks totally different. And and it was almost like, as women, and as women, especially people who have curvy bodies and things like that, but I think that women are taught to regulate other people's eyes. Like, why do I have to not wear these shorts at 12? Because somebody's grandpa is going to be looking at me. Why is grandpa not told stop being a pervert and keep your eyes to yourself? And so because of that, when I had the nice banging body, I was wearing Sophie shorts and cheerleading shorts over my swimsuit because I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. You know, guys would be like, 
why are you so ashamed? Or, you know, I didn't feel comfortable with compliments because I was always so critical of myself and always wanting to cover up. And I would see people who are like comfortable with their bodies and free and open with their bodies. And I was kind of like, oh no, I wouldn't do that. Or I wouldn't wear that. And then now at 29, I'm like, my body looks good. So you gonna get this crop top. You gonna get this little tiny swimsuit. <laughs> you gonna see this, these cheeks are gonna be hanging out and y'all just gonna have to get over that. But it really that took exactly. for me being like, you know what? I don't really care. I look good. People pay money to have this body. So why can't I show it off? Why can't I flaunt it? it exactly. And you, when you were speaking, you made me think about something. And it was, this was also a realization that I learned uh, making content on TikTok. I, when you spoke about, you know, like why grandfather can't keep his eyes to himself. I have come to understand, and it disappoints me so much to actually say this, but there are a lot of older black women that defend predators and, mm -hmm. and they leave our the babies out to fend for themselves and they will defend these predators and basically victim blame when i made that post about monique uh showing that that the woman online that was in the airport and basically putting her out to be ridiculed mm -hmm. i had a lot of old a lot of the negative comments came from older black women mm -hmm. saying she put her herself out there like that it's her fault when she signed when she went up out like out like that she was basically asking to be put online and I, I related that back to the way that they will treat younger girls like you need to put some clothes on you need to stop dressing like that the reason that this happened to you is because you wore that or you did this and I noticed that there is a lot of victim blaming in from coming from older black women and it was really disappointing because out of all people older black women are are one that have been oppressed the most because you know back in their day they couldn't even leave they couldn't be without their husbands yeah they, they needed it and that's rely. what it stems from they it stems it. from and the exactly. older generation you needed the man he was the breadwinner he was taking care of the home so it's always like tuck your exactly. tail because you need this man but now that women are getting exactly. those degrees and that their goal in life you know don't get me wrong i want to have kids i want to be a mom and i want to be married but that's not all i want out of life and i think that sometimes exactly. people have a hard time understanding you know even in my own experience I'm 29 and I have a master's degree, but my family, not necessarily my parents, because my parents want me to be married first, but my family is like, uh -huh. now it's went from like, do you think you're going to have kids to do you even want kids? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but I also don't want to be struggling. There's also things and honestly, I can be honest exactly. with myself and say, I wasn't ready to have kids, even though I thought I was ready, yeah. the healing journey that I'm on uh -huh. now and the things I'm learning about myself now, I was not ready to be a parent when I thought that I was. And exactly. I think that if more people exactly. were comfortable with being themselves and not letting other, because it's hard, yeah. you want to, you want to make your family yeah. happy. You want them to be proud of you. You want to do the things that mm -hmm. they approve of, but then it's like, you have exactly. to find a lot, the line between what makes me happy and what makes them happy is there. Exactly. And, and it shouldn't be that it shouldn't be, well, does this make them happy? Exactly. It should be like, how do you feel? What makes you feel good inside? If this is what you want to do, do it. Exactly. It doesn't matter because you're exactly. the one that's going to have to live out this life and all the things that come along with it. You trying to do things for exactly. other people to make them happy. You're just going to be miserable in your own life while trying to make others happy yes, that don't have to live with you every day. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, when you tuck yourself in at night to sleep, you're left with yourself, you're left with, with your thoughts, you're left with all the decisions that you made. Because people will tell you, oh, you need to do this. You need to live your life like this. But literally, 
they're not doing anything to support anything that you choose to do. So if you have kids, you're the one that got to change the diapers and, and make the money mm-hmm. for the child and put the child through school. Like you're having to do all of that. And it's almost like I, I've come to realize people don't want you to do things because they think that's what's best for you. It's like they just want you to fit inside of the bubble of what they believe yeah. a woman should be doing. Mm-hmm. And I can, and that's one thing that aggravates me. When, and I've had a, a lot of people say, you know, uh, women are just meant to have kids. They're just meant to lay on their back and pop out babies. And I'm like, if we were meant to do that, that would all, that's all that we would be able to do. All that we would physically, emotionally, and mentally be able to do. But we're able to do so much more because we can and because we should. Mm-hmm. And I really want a lot of younger girls and, and even women because I do think that there are a lot of women that don't think that it's possible for them to live their lives the way that they want to yeah. like do what you want to do free yourself from all the BS that people are trying to spew at you and and do what makes you happy like I that's I, I will tell people till the day I die make sure you're putting yourself first make sure that you are your first priority and mm-hmm. make sure you're whatever you choose to do it's something that is benefiting you and making you happy because too often women are we're practically taught to put everybody before us we're yeah. taught that we're not even supposed to be a priority to ourselves mm-hmm. and i think that that's how a lot of us it, it i think that's how a lot of us slip into bad relationships yeah. and slip into situations we don't want to be in whether it may be having kids too soon because everybody's telling you what to do and you should do this and, and it's almost like when everybody's telling you what you should and shouldn't be doing it can get confusing you but get clouded I, you don't know and yeah, I think, exactly yeah exactly. We, we need to change the narrative i think the narrative for women and black women for sure is that you're superwoman but what they don't realize is that superman he takes his 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 suit off at night you know when he he's he's superman and then he's clark kent you know clark kent yeah. gets to take his suit off at night when he comes home but i think that as a woman people don't realize what that all and what all that entails like the man yeah bring home the bacon but you i would love to go to work and then come home and everything else is taken care of i would love that and yes. i'm not taking away from men because i know a lot of men work hard and do what they need to do to provide for their families however in my own upbringing my dad contributed definitely but my mom was the you know the main parent my mom was making sure that our teeth were brushed and stuff like that before school she was making sure our homework was done she was you know cook my mom cooked every night and to me i'm like oh god this is scary every night but like going to mcdonald's was like woohoo we get to go to mcdonald's and so i saw that standard of a woman who went to work every day who took care of her kids who did everything she needed to do went above and beyond for her kids but then sometimes i'm like but I don't know if that's all that I want. You know, I don't know if that's yeah. going to always work for me. I don't know if, and I think that, like you said, black women have been taught to kind of like depend on the man, I think, and also to put your needs aside. And and it shouldn't be that yes. way. It should be like, yes, we yeah. are powerful. And there's so many things that we're doing and we've overcame more than we should have had to. However, just because we've overcame those things does not mean that we have to keep living that way. Like we need to get into a generation where we understand like women need a break. Women don't. Yes, yes, we yes, we are super women. And yes, we are making it happen and making these things work. But I think that women deserve a lot more um, appreciation than they get. I think that, um, you know, a lot of times when you see these successful men, um, especially in the black community, they will admit, you know, my woman did this, my woman, blah, 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 blah. She helped me with this. You know, the strongest person in your team is your woman. She's going to look out for you. She's going to be able to point out those people who aren't yeah. good for you, help you grow your money, help you do different things with your money. And so even though they will say those things, I don't think that we 
live like that? Acknowledge that in our everyday yeah. life? Like, you know, in an interview, yeah, they may acknowledge, you know, my wife did this and my wife is this and my wife is that. But I don't think yeah. as a society, that's how we go about life and giving them the praise that they actually deserve. Uh -huh. And and it's, it's yeah. something that definitely needs to change. Yeah, uh, that I really agree about because I've seen even my mom do the same. Like I, my oldest uh, sibling is about 22, 23. And even up until now, even though we're adults, my mom, from as far as I can remember, waking us up at 5, 6 a.m. in the morning for school. She's waking up. She's cooking. I mean, and she drives 30, 45 minutes to work going there. 30, 45. I mean, I'm just seeing her run ragged and then it's like it never stops there was always something happening even when she's sick even when my mm -hmm. dad was sick even and my mom supported us through like even just outside of that wanting us to get involved with different things little groups like she would when i in when i envision literally everything i've seen my mom do making the long rides taking us here taking us there wanting us to do this supporting that we do all of these different things that was one thing that made me choose I didn't, I didn't want to have kids because I could not that is that's a lot of emotional and mental pressure that I know that I would fall under because it's I don't think that people really understand that you know it's not just being a mom it's being the glue that holds everything mm -hmm. together and you know even now her dad had uh my grandfather had surgery and even she's doing everything she was doing before now also including going there and going to their house and taking care of him and I know it's like even though I know that she does it with a smile on her face and, and a warm heart you know I know that she's wearing herself herself down and she's worried all the time she's worried about yeah. me I'll have little health issues she'll be worried she's worried and concerned and it's like she's just one woman and I think that black women in particularly just do not get the recognition. Like, I agree with you so much for that. They don't get the love that they, they need to. They don't get the recognition that they deserve. And it baffles me when people will go and disrespect black women, especially dark-skinned black women, mm -hmm. and say that they're not this and they're not that. That pisses me off because I see the way that black women bust their asses to make stuff yeah. work. Yeah, and, and, and I oh, agree with you. Goodness. Like, my grandmother, um, she has been taking care of people I'm 29, mm -hmm. I'll probably say the last 20 years. And now mm -hmm. she's at a point where those people, okay, so she was taking care of her parents. My great-grandfather mm -hmm. passed away. Then she started taking care of my great-grandmother who lost her eyesight and had cataracts and couldn't really get around and was up every, you know, then my great-grandmother passed away at 94 years old. And then my grandpa, her husband, he ended up getting cancer. And so she was taking care of him and he just passed away last summer, but it was just on, the, you can see it on her face that she's tired. But now because, and I think that women have been taught their love language is doing for others. That's the, a lot of women's mm -hmm. love language is doing for others and mm -hmm. acts of service for others. Yeah. But now I feel like mm -hmm. even though she looks so tired and she no longer has those things that were weighing her down and making her tired, it's like she doesn't even know what to do. She doesn't know what she likes. She doesn't really yeah. fully yeah. know who she is because the past 20 something years of her life, she's been taking care of someone yeah. else outside of being a mother and raising two kids. Now I'm taking care of exactly. my parents and my husband. And now that I have none of those people anymore, what am I to do? Yeah. And I, and I feel so exactly. bad for her because I feel like she didn't get to live a life. And I also feel like sometimes black women are so afraid to live their life that it holds them back. Yeah. Even after those, you know, 
things that were holding them back or that weren't allowing them to do the things that they yeah. were doing. Once those things yeah. change, you're like, all right, where do, where do I go? And then another thing that you mentioned is about yeah. not having kids, which I, I saw a TikTok the other day and a, it was a girl and she was like, you know, I'm a stepmom and I never wanted to have kids. Being a stepmom is, is good enough for me. I love my child just as much. And she said, people kept saying like, oh, but don't you want something to love your own? How could you not want to have a child? And she said, yeah. I love that stepchild just as much as I would love my own child. I don't know what it's like to yeah. have my own child. So that love that I would have exactly. to my own child, I'm giving to that stepchild. And me being a stepmom exactly. is good enough of a parent for me. And I think that so many people, because as a woman, those are the milestones. You know, you, yeah. you get married, you have kids. Yeah. Those are the things that you're supposed to do. So when a woman says, I know I have this right and I know my body allows me to do that, but that's not what I want to do. People are almost offended that you don't want to have kids, yes. that you're going to have yes. to take care of, that I'm going to have to pay for, yes. that I'm going to have to figure out how I'm going to put my kid in daycare and put them through whatever they yeah. want to do in life. If they want to do soccer exactly. or basketball, ballet, and, you know, a spelling bee, if they exactly. want to, you know, all these things, it, like this is a lifetime yeah. thing. This is a lifetime yes. commitment, a lifetime thing that I'm going to exactly. have to deal with. People think that being a parent is 18, but it's, it's ongoing. You're yeah. forever a parent. It's, and so yeah. even when people say like, you don't stop. If you have a baby, you know, at 18, you know, y'all don't have to do. No, now you guys are grandparents together. Whether the mom and dad stay together or not, it's, this child is still your child. No. So that child's yes. children will be you guys' grandchildren. Exactly. So it's ongoing. And if that's something that you know that you're not ready to do, I commend you for being open and honest with yourself and be like, look, this ain't for yeah. me. I don't want to do this. And so exactly. it just, it's, it's amazing to hear you say and know and understand like, this is not for me and not have someone, uh, and, and be, be able to be confident in the decision that you made for that. Do you feel yeah. like it was something that was hard for you or you knew early on, like, uh, uh, this is not the life for me. I felt like I knew early on because I never had that excitement of, Oh, I just want to take care of me. I, what, what really bothered me the most was that firstly, bodily changes and pregnancy in itself yeah. just I know I would not be I can't even stay committed to a hairstyle <laughs> oh, no. You're I like, don't want this baby I, anymore nine months. Yeah, that's what I I'm saying my that's mind. two months just, but, that, but, okay I would be so I wouldn't be able to do it and I think that for me I just what I seen when I seen the way that my mom was, I see the kind of child I am. I it's so many different factors that went into it because I have horrible anxiety. And with the way that this world is, knowing that I'm going to have a a child with a black man, knowing the things going on racially in this world, it was too many different things that made me feel like I would be bringing a child into a hellhole because I know. And then I'm selfish, so I wouldn't be able to want to. I wouldn't want to make a space for a child because I want my, my money and my man to myself. And I just feel and like I respect that. I w I w Some yeah, people are like, I, I want to travel. I want to do this and that. My friend, she's exactly. 30. Her husband's a little, well, he, her fiance, he's a little bit older. And she's like, oh, I ain't having no babies mm -hmm. right as soon as we get married. Uh, I want to travel. Yeah. I want to do this. And my mom used to say, which yeah. you know, I don't know if this is going to work out for me, but she's like, you should be married for five years. Enjoy your husband. Because my mom had kids young and, you know, it kind of, they just started having kids quick. And I'm like, that yeah. would be great to be able to do it. It doesn't always work out that way. But I think that you being at a point where you're like, I just want me and my man. And that's, that's just it. I don't want to, I want to be able it's to that. go, come and go when I want to yeah. do what I want to do spend my money on me exactly. and I think that it's so hard for people to accept yeah. what you want to do with your own life that you don't have to live 
And, and I think that another thing that really bothers me is that I don't think people understand you are responsible for forming and creating a person that has to go out into the world that other people will experience. Mm-hmm. And I am so afraid of creating a human that ends up hurting other people, whether it's physically, emotionally. I just really fear that because you really can never do necessarily anything right as a parent because you're always going to do either too much of something, not enough of this, or nothing of something. And I would just, that's another thing. It's like, this is a whole different individual. And I actually just seen a TikTok about, you know, people thinking kids are mini-me's, but it's like, your kid is not a mini version. Their they're person. their own person. Yep, yep. You know, they're the, an individual. And we have to identify that because I think that a lot of people see kids as a property or possessions and mm-hmm. they will traumatize these kids and now we have a, lot, a bunch of little traumatized kids in the world as adults that are, are in pain and tra- inflicting trauma on other people and it's like I don't think people understand it is not a walk in the park to have kids it's not just a fun idea there's so much responsibility mm-hmm. financial emotional physical and mental that comes with having with having babies and like I had to sit back and think about all of that before I even thought about what I wanted to do and it was kind of like that just pushed me away from the idea that's really it was it's just so much and I really wish that more people would be a little more honest with themselves about Mm -hmm. it and also not judge people who don't want to have kids because I've always told myself you should want people to have kids that want to have kids yeah don't bring something in here that you don't even want to have kids Exactly. If you because then if somebody that has kids that didn't want them had kids, then people will be judging her. And it's like, oh, my goodness. Like and that's why I'm just like at this point, I don't care what y'all got to say, you know, allow women to express how they feel, even if it's a way that, you know, they necessarily don't agree with. And it's just it's a whole lot, a whole lot of that comes with that that people don't want to acknowledge. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's people are offended by you wanting to take your own path mm-hmm. if, if it doesn't align with what they've seen or what's comfortable or what's quote unquote normal they're exactly. like wait a minute now how 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 is this gonna work exactly. how are you gonna make this happen i'm like look there's plenty of people out here doing it what about the women who can't have kids yeah are you bashing those women it's just it, pretend oh, that goodness. i can't even though that i know that my body is allowing me to why are you ridiculing yeah. me for what i want to do with my own body and I think just exactly so many people feel like they should have access or say so on other people's bodies and I just think that that's insane within itself you know even pro-life or you know what no one should be able to have a say on what someone else is doing for their own body you don't know the circumstances you know this this mother may have been on drugs this person may have been raped this person may have been in a terrible situation and they're just not ready for that responsibility now yes i understand you may have known the consequences of your actions but do you know Mm -hmm. say for mothers who are on drugs I'm a drug addict. Yeah. I can't get myself together. I ha- I don't have a pot to piss in, but you want me to agree yeah. to bring this baby in the world because you think I should bring this baby in the world, which really all boils down to population control. But exactly. you want me to bring this baby in the world even though I know I can't care for it. And there's thousands of kids in foster care because I used to work in that field. Yeah. There's thousands of kids in foster care. Yeah. There's thousands of kids that want to be adopted. But you want me to bring exactly. another one out here that I can't even care for. I can't even care for myself. It, yes. And they always find a way to make it a woman's fault. You shouldn't have did this. You should have did Well, it's I can't no make the baby by what. myself. 
Yeah. And the baby yeah. happened. They don't want to talk about that. It was through that. your action. Me, in order for me to get pregnant, yeah. your body has to do something for this to work. Okay. Yeah. So you play yeah. a role in this too. And I just think, okay. especially for women who are, I know in different states, they're making all these laws. I'm like, can you imagine these lawmakers? Can you imagine if your daughter was raped? And now we're saying, mm, but you know what? We're not going to give you anything because we need that child to be born, even though. And, you know, there's so yeah. many women who have not been able to take those steps and not saying that that's the perfect thing. But exactly. I'm just saying there are women out here in this world that have been raped and they are not. They didn't want to have the child, but they didn't have the tools. Or they didn't have the things that they needed to be like, you know, what? Exactly. this is not for me. And then people are looking at their children yeah. that look just like their abusers and they have this toxic relationship because every time they look at their child, they're exactly. thinking about. I was raped and that's how you got here. Exactly. And then they're shamed for being yeah. like, you know, I didn't want kids. You know, people are, are looked down and they're like, I exactly. never wanted kids. This is not what I planned for my life. And it's looked down on, but exactly. it's like, this is my truth. This is the, I'm being honest exactly. with you. Yes. I'm accepting life as exactly. it comes just like I have with everything else. But if I would have, you would have asked me five years ago, how I saw my life, I didn't plan on being a parent. And I know exactly. plenty of women who yeah. are like, I didn't want to be married. I didn't want to have kids and they're married and they have kids and some of them are happy and they're rolling yeah. with the punches and some of them are like mm, there were some things I wish I could have did or now that we're at this point I'm like you know well, I still want to do this but my husband's like uh-uh you know so I think that it's so important for women to be able to understand who they are regardless of what that means and you know exactly. stand in it regardless of what other people are going to say whether it's your mom your dad yeah. your boyfriend your husband your girlfriend your your, your exactly. wife you know whatever it is this is who i am yes. and accept it now i'm not saying be a jerk and disrespect people and don't consider others but i'm saying you know know who you are first and be strong in who you are stay true to yeah. who you are respect yourself before you try Period. to respect other people yeah. exactly exactly and, and in doing that I think the one thing that people have made seem so bad, which are really beneficial, is boundaries. And I think that women have to set boundaries with the people around them. Mm -hmm. So they just know, oh, you're not going to do that. You're not going to try to tell me what I should and shouldn't do. Because people feel like they have constant access and they have the right to chip in their opinion mm -hmm. in a woman's life just because they feel like we're, we're male. Like we can just be shifted and formed to whatever they want us to be. And I think that when we are able to set that boundary with them and just say, boy, get out my face, shut up. Whether it's, I, and I, cause I do that with anybody. I don't care if it's a parent. I don't care if it's my boyfriend. I don't, I don't care who it is. I'm going to set it straight. And, and the thing is people make boundaries seem like a bad thing so yeah. they can get over on you. But boundary, you know, it's a way to say, Hey, I just don't like that. You said that. Can we not make remarks about my body or anything that there is? And with different people, you have to go about it a different way. But boundaries are so important because once, once I feel like, and sometimes people just won't respect it. But I think what matters is that internally as, as women, we know, I know what I'm about. I know what I said. I said what I said. And if you don't like it, I, I, I don't care. Okay. That's your problem. I know everybody isn't. <laughs> yeah. Like that's your problem. Like I, I do not care literally what you have to say because you aren't living in my position. You're not paying my bills. You're not feeding me. Mm -hmm. You are not putting the fork to my mouth when I'm putting food in my mouth. So I don't want to hear nothing like that. Cause at the end of the day, we all die alone. So live your life in a way that benefits you set them boundaries with people. And, and that's really like my biggest things. If I could tell any young girl or any women, anything, it would be that. And I feel like that would tremendously help a lot of women elevate and also self-love, self-love, yeah. self-respect, honor yourself, 
be that most important person in your life. And I feel like women should take care of themselves the way that they will want a significant other to take care of them. Yeah. Like buy yourself flowers, take yourself on a date, give yourself that spa day, you know, take some time. I, I Stop looking on someone else to fulfill your needs. Once you start, once you learn yeah. how to fulfill your own needs, exactly. you will go so much further. And I had to learn that lesson for myself. Like stop looking for a man or a woman to make you happy in life. You have to be happy, happy within yourself first before you can make somebody else happy. Cause if your happiness depends exactly. on that other person, they're going to have bad days. Everybody has bad days. So when things go wrong yeah. or when that person starts becoming their true self and your happiness was dependent on that other person and you're like, wait yeah. a minute, you're taking away my joy. No, 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 no. You should have already had that inside of you. And what you said to the boundaries, exactly. what I don't think that people realize is one, you know, your boundaries are working if people are upset with them. Two, boundaries are set in an effort to keep the relationship going. Hey, I want to have a relationship with you, but these are some of the things that are not going to fly with me. And so if you do them, this is how it's going to impact our relationship. But also being comfortable in setting boundaries. Because I know for myself, as a black woman coming from a black family, it's hard to set boundaries because anyone older than you, your elders, you're supposed to let them... supposed to let them disrespect yep. you because they're older than you and so getting to the age where you're like okay i'm grown now you're not gonna just say whatever no i'm not getting up to get the remote for you when you're sitting right two feet next to it and i'm grown too you know setting those boundaries like you know no i know previously i was a child and i stayed in a child place but now i'm an adult and i don't like what you're saying yep. to me and exactly. i don't have to let you say it At to all. me just because you're older than mm-hmm. me so setting those boundaries and exactly. being comfortable because a lot of times you get backlash for being like no i don't want to do that well why i'm your family i don't want to do it that's why it doesn't matter the relationship that i have with you i'm setting this Mm -hmm. boundary because it makes me feel Mm -hmm. safe it makes me feel comfortable it helps me to feel better about myself i don't feel so anxious or nervous or upset with myself when i set this boundary Mm -hmm. and so being able to set the boundary regardless of what other people are saying and then standing on it because we may say like "Uh -uh, i'm not letting them do that anymore and then the next day we letting that person get under our skin again so it comes to not only setting the boundaries and keeping them with others but keeping them with yourself exactly you got to stick true to that for yourself because when we really look when we really look at why they feel that way they i i get the older generation likes to have people that they can control because I've noticed that that a lot too. You know, we will be older, we will be past, we'll be 18 and up, and they're still trying to treat us as if they have some kind of power. Exactly. And, and it's, and I find it so funny because now that we're older, they don't want us to make our own decisions, but they try to sexualize us and make us grow up too fast as kids. So it's like, I, and it conflicts because it's kind of like you were able to call me grown that I'm trying to be grown when I was just trying to be a child. And now that I'm actually an adult doing my own thing, setting my own boundaries. Now that's an issue because you can't control my life the way that you want to. You can't try to dictate me and, and, rule me the way that you want to and it sucks and I think it is harder when it is family because you love your family and you don't want to disrespect your family mm-hmm. but I want all the ladies to know boundaries is not disrespect at all Yeah, at all definitely. I'd be setting people in their place I mean I'm at this point I'm really quick to just tell people to go to hell because you're not about to tell me what I should, shouldn't be like, I'm, like at this point, point there's nothing else that you need to say to me get out of my face but you know what some get people by. can't take that some people can't handle that and That's true. so at what age do you think that you got to one where you're like I don't care get out of my face leave me alone 
you know what to be honest internally i always felt that way because i noticed when my dad used to be the kind of dad he's very he'll tell you no and not tell you why and i'm like well that don't make no damn sense because i need to understand in order for me to really get it i need to understand why so i was already popping back when i was younger yeah and then i think when i i officially when i got to what age was i was age, it i might have been around 19 i it was it was around the time i started dating my current boyfriend which was almost about a little close to two years ago i got to a point to where i seen the way that his mom was with him and how she was so relaxed and how she was cool and i said i'm not putting up with this anymore because a lot of the struggle that i I felt like i faced came from my parents particularly my dad because he liked to keep us in this little box Mm -hmm. and i never liked being in that box and that's when i really started popping back and i said i would tell him i'm doing this like when in ordinarily where i would ask for permission i would say this is what i'm doing i'm not asking you and he would be like oh really i said yes i'm telling you because i want you to know i'm not asking you anything and I had to set that very clear with him because he wants us to rely on him or need him or depend on him. Mm-hmm. But I'm at a point to where you're not going to be here forever. And we're already too, I'm already too dependent. And I said, I have to cut that off. Yeah. So then I started doing like really enforcing that verbally, like outwardly at around like 19, because I'm like, at this point, I need to set everything clear for myself. And I, and like, you said I need to set a boundary to stick with for myself so I can do good as an individual because sometimes I don't feel as if I am fully the woman I want to be because I feel like subconsciously I'm still stuck on a lot of these dependent habits Mm -hmm. that I grew up on as a child like my parents didn't really let us do anything with any other kids I felt like we really weren't taught to be our own woman like I wasn't taught because I have another sister I feel like we weren't taught to like be our own women and that is something I really struggled with as of 19 I started to have to make that clear because I knew I have to do better for myself yeah and that was I mean it really depends on the situation because I know some people are in predicaments where they aren't able to do what I did Mm -hmm. or to say things that I say but I feel like slowly but surely start to work on that in a way where you're still safe because I know some people are in abusive situations yeah. and I don't want anybody getting hurt. Yeah. But I had to I had to make that change because yeah. it was becoming too much. Yeah, you know? I definitely, I, I, and I think that sometimes it's hard for parents, even though they want you to grow up and you're supposed to, you know, start your life and do what you're mm-hmm. supposed to do. Sometimes I think whether they realize or not, sometimes they can't accept that you're growing yeah. up accept that you're grown accept that you're your own person accept that you can make your own decisions because when you're a kid even though you may have your own opinions and thoughts on things what they say go so almost you're living in their mindset for 18 years or however long you're in their house you're living under their mind frame regardless if you have your own views and opinions on things what they say go because i too was a person who I got in trouble for talking back. I got in trouble, not for doing other things, because I'm like, why? Well, I need to know this. Well, I think this. Well, I thought this. Exactly. And it was always disrespect to say what I think, but I'm like, I don't agree with what you said. Why am I getting in trouble? Exactly. Because I don't agree with you. You don't agree with me, and that's all right. So why do I have to agree with you? But it's like the culture of stay in a child's place, parents thinking that children don't have their own minds and their own thoughts, and they don't understand. When really and truly, kids are sitting back, they have a front row seat to your life and what you're trying to do. And sometimes kids have a lot more insight than you give them credit for. So I think a lot of times parents have a hard time with accepting their children for who they truly are as a person. Once they get out of their life, once they get out of their house and they've understood more about themselves, when you see this person forming into the person that you are not, or that you didn't raise, it's like, wait a minute now, 
This ain't what I taught you. This yeah. is how you're supposed to do this. You you want to be this exactly. person that does this and that, but we don't do that. And it's like, you have to get to where exactly. it's like, no, you don't do that. <laughs> but I do that. Yeah, exactly. And, and that was something that I guess always confused me because I always felt like I am teaching a child right and wrong. Perfect. But I always disliked. And I had to tell my, this is one of the things I had to tell my dad. Just because you don't like something does not mean that it's wrong. Yeah. You just don't like it. Yeah. You cannot try to restrict me from something simply because you don't like it. If it if it's not if I'm not putting myself in a position where I'm getting hurt or anybody else is getting hurt, you have no reason to tell me no. You just don't want me to. But I, think, I think that parents, parents are trying to protect. Been... They they're trying to protect, but sometimes that yeah. overprotection to me Exactly. I, I think that I lived a very traditional life. Don't get me wrong. I was allowed to hang out with friends and yeah. do things, but I think I was uh -huh. sheltered. Like, okay, an example for me. And, you know, people are going to talk junk when they hear this. But, like, Friday. That movie came out when I was in elementary school, and everybody was watching Friday, you know? And I've seen the movie, uh -huh. but I don't know it off the back of my hand how everybody, all of my peers know it. You know, they quote in the movie, and people may say something from the movie, and it's funny to me, but I may not recognize, oh, that's from Friday. But that's because I wasn't allowed to watch those things. You know, so many things growing up that I wasn't exposed or I wasn't allowed to in an effort to protect me. But then as I get older, it's like I'm this bald-headed baby as an adult going into this world, and I know nothing. And I'm not saying that I knew nothing. nothing because of the type of people that the type of men that I was interested in, the type of friends that I have did expose me to more things. Mm -hmm. But I and I come from a military background, so I've lived all over the world and I've experienced different things and that helped, too. But I still feel like going off to college, getting out on my own. I can be honest and say, even when I went to undergrad, I was still mm -hmm. living for my parents, not in my parents home. When someone will be telling me that they're yep. going to do something or it was something bad. I, my response was always, well, what would your parents say? What would your parents say? And they would be looking at me like, girl, I don't care what my parents say. It's not about them. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. And I would be like, well, yes. wait. And then I had to finally get to the point where I'm like, it don't matter. It does not yeah. matter what your parents say. It doesn't say. matter. Does this make you happy? It doesn't matter. Does it make you feel good? Yeah. Do you enjoy doing it? And then just exactly. getting to that point and accepting it. Like, look. I don't really exactly. care what y'all say. This is me. This is who I am. And I love me. So yes. either y'all going to have to get exactly. with it or get lost. Just like that. And, and you know, that was something I was do I used to do. Like when, if I, something just went wrong in my life or if I was ha like, I noticed I constantly seek advice and, and insight from other people when I shouldn't mm. because I was so used to always having Needing to approval. I never was able to. Exactly. Yeah. I was yeah. never even able to have an option to form an opinion on something mm -hmm. or to want to do something or to have the ability to choose. And it made me feel like it made me second guess everything because then I was like, is this even right? Is this something? And yeah, I girl, you, I, I was the person that was a straight A student and I could do the work, but I was still like, did I do this right? Did I do this? Right? I want to make sure. What do you think about this outfit? How do you feel about it? Even though I may yeah. have liked it. I wanted to make sure other people felt like it was good other enough. People. But as I got older, exactly. you know, within the last year or two, I started being like, I'm not going to ask you if you think this is cute. I think this is cute and I'm going to wear it. You don't ask me. And I started realizing, you know what? Maybe my, my friends don't ask me sometimes, but they weren't asking as often as I was. You know, what do you think about this? How do you think about this? If they were going to buy it, they would buy it and they would wear it, not care what anybody else thought about it. And I just realized it was like I was always because of I think because of my upbringing, I was always seeking approval from other people, making sure that it fit what they liked or what they yeah. wanted and making sure that exactly. I accommodated everyone else except for myself.
And once I finally got exactly. to that point, like even my nails, like I was a French tip, neutral color girl all the time because I wanted it to match. I wanted to go with my clothes and that's what my mom gets her nails neutral and French and whatever else. But then once I started getting my nails done and sparkles and bedazzled and long and stuff like that, you know, my parents were like, mm, uh, you know, but I liked it and I kept on doing it and they got over it. But then my mom started yeah. getting a little bit more color, a little bit more design. Yeah. It's kind of softened her a little bit more than what she would have normally never got. So I think exactly. that sometimes that you have to step outside the box for you and maybe it allow other people to feel more comfortable while you're so worried about making them feel comfortable with who you are, pleasing them. Exactly. If you're comfortable in yourself, maybe it'll encourage other people to be more comfortable in who they are. Exactly. Exactly. I, I really do agree with that because I think that it introduces this new culture into the family and to people around you where they may kind of think, well, this isn't that bad or, hey, maybe this doesn't mean this or, hey, mm -hmm. actually, I can enjoy something that I once felt had this deep undercover false meaning. And it's like, I think that it's important that we do that. And and that's and honestly, that's something that. I really like and agree with doing because I'll try to bring things up to my parents. Like I had to introduce a couple of things to my mom to get her understand, to get her to understand, Hey, maybe you shouldn't think like that. Matter of fact, they, she used to do this thing uh, where she thought that this was helping me. She would pick at me and try to pick at me and pick at me and pick at me and pick at me until I got irritated. And then she would say, well, I'm just trying to help you learn for when somebody in the future picks at you. And I had to tell her, what you have to understand is that you're not teaching me how to respond to it. You're teaching me to react. You haven't told me how I should react to somebody doing that. All you've been doing is testing me. You stop as soon as you get me upset and you don't say anything about resolution mm -hmm. or how I should treat that situation. Mm. So I said, you're basically preparing me to deal with people that do that. You're basically, all I'm getting is riled up. You're just basically teaching me to react because that's all that we're getting yeah. out of this yeah. and i had to tell her that's the equivalent of beating my ass every day and then telling me well i'm preparing you for if you would ever get in a, in a physical abusive yeah. relationship yeah uh, you know what i'm saying yeah. get into a, a well just in case something happened i want you to know how to throw that right hook no mom exactly. i want you to kiss and hug me girl <laughs> so exactly. i, I definitely agree it. with you i think that a lot of yeah. times Women are trying to prepare their daughters for the ugly world, but honestly, the world is ugly, but the world has not been as ugly as I was almost tried to be prepared for. Like, you know, you like you said, like, you know, she would pick at you and pick at you and pick at you. But it's like, but mom, if you made me feel strong in myself, if you uplifted me, if you made me feel good exactly. about myself, any negativity that came to me outside, like, look, I know who I am. I don't care what you say, because my mom has made exactly. me feel like I was beautiful, that I could have my own opinion, I could have exactly. my own voice, and no matter what y'all think. So I think that people yeah. do try to be critical of others in an effort to, I think in an effort to try to make them better or to try to prepare them, but I think that if we exactly. focus more on loving people um, and teaching them yeah. how to love themselves, yeah. exactly. we could go a lot further in life. Exactly. I, I agree with that. I agree. I think if we focus on the good, it would stop us from, and I do get that because I do think in a way that I know it was, she was doing it from a place of concern as with many other things, but I don't think that sometimes people understand how harmful that that can be because sometimes that will drop me right into a bad situation because that's what you taught me to mm -hmm. be in and prepare. That's the normal. Well, it's like, yeah. And it's like, yeah, like that's the norm. And it's like, at this point, 
I feel as if we do need to focus on actually wanting more because there are good people out there, but we also we have to know that we deserve that because I think, you know, sometimes a lot of people kind of subconsciously think that they don't deserve to be happy and that they don't deserve to have, like, and they won't, and they know that they'll deserve more, but their actions show that they feel like they really don't. And it's like, well, if we let women know, if we, if we like let young black girls know, hey, you know, you deserve the world plus more. You are beautiful. You deserve to be happy. You need to be happy. Love you. If we teach them that, then it's like, I feel like that helps them block out everything else that's coming to hurt them because they're able to know that they're above that. Because all these people just be doing is talking and really trying to make you feel bad about yourself. And the last thing you want is for people to be able to have you like a little puppet, have you taking in everything they say. They're able to get a reaction out of you. We don't want that. Like, I think that we should teach young black girls to to just be love themselves i mean that's the that's the only unapologetically you, you. yeah you're, you're right girl like yeah. honestly you brought us home i was like all right how am i gonna end this out but you you brought us home yeah. like you know teach black girls to be unapolog unapologetically yeah. themselves love themselves before they love anyone exactly. else so before we go ahead and head out like this this has been an amazing interview it's so great like i'm so grateful because on this it's even like, you know, it helps people to make them feel like they're not alone. In every interview that I've had, exactly. I've been able to relate with the people and the things that we've talked about. And it just makes me feel so good exactly. to know that other people are experiencing these things and we're all working, yeah, putting forth the effort experience. to do that. So before we head out, if you would like, give us some advice, some gems for the young black girls. And also shout yourself out if you would like to on social media. Oh, okay. Okay, y'all. So my Instagram is Kaylin Easley. That is C-A-I-L-E-N-E-A-S-E-Y. My TikTok is Kaylin Malcolm. Uh, I am going to be changing it back to Kaylin Easley soon. So, uh, but in, if you're looking at up for me like now, it's going to be C-A-I-L-E-N-M-A-L-C-O-L-M. And one thing I really just want to say to my young girls, especially my young black girls, like y'all, Put yourself first. Do not let anybody sidetrack you. You come first. Create boundaries. Do what makes you happy. Literally, you deserve everything. Every ounce of happiness. Don't let anybody try to get over on you. Mm -hmm. Don't let anybody try to convince you that you are less than. Believe in yourself. Don't let nobody get under your skin. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. Don't let nobody talk about your skin. Don't let nobody talk about your hair. And don't let nobody, especially a man, try to convince you that you're not worth what you are. Yeah. Period. Yes. Thank you. That was that was some great gems for these young black girls. And yes, I hope that they take heed to that because we will get a lot further in life if some people were willing to accept that and live by that. So thank you so much for helping me out today. I hope to have you back on the show again. Um, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed listening, please be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms at Good Vibe Shy for all podcast updates. Remember to love and be gentle to yourself and keep those good vibes flowing.